Welcome back to the Key in the Lake podcast, the premier whiskey podcast without the mention of whiskey in the title whatsoever. We have taken a little field trip here today to uh, record on the beautiful, beautiful rooftop of Fountainhead, Chicago. I am your host, Jake Hookie, coming live with you with Mr. Wilson Torres. And also joining us today as the co-host, Callum O'Donnell. He's back from Abelour. He went to Scotland and he came back. And we're back from a little technical delay. And we'll go back to what we were talking about just before then was St. Patty's Day happening in Chicago as a city started to shut down basically from then. Yeah, I mean, for me especially, I, I, was, I was surprised because, like I say, you know, Boston, Dublin, I'd heard so much about it. And then I remember speaking to a good friend of mine who works with, with alongside me. He works with a lot of the smaller craft brands within Pernod, but he's an Irish guy married to an American lady. And um, I called him. He was the first guy I called, and I said, "Look, is this is this thing gonna is this thing gonna impact St. Paddy's? Like of all the of all the holidays, you know?" Right. Um, and he was he thought no. He he was like, "Nah, nah, I, 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 I don't think so. It doesn't look like it." But you know, obviously, it, it had a big impact. Yeah, and I remember uh, it, again going back to like when I when the NBA canceled their season from that yeah. moment on, and that was maybe let's call it four or five days I think before yeah. that yeah, Saturday it was that Wednesday yeah it was on yeah. Wednesday and so we were on pins and needles because we were doing a, a big event down at the Riverwalk we were doing That's ticketed right. sales and bands and the whole thing for the dining of the river downtown so we were all like all right well is this gonna happen and then of course we're like you know should this happen is this gonna be safe for us and safe for everybody and all the kind of things that go into it and the amount of inventory that we would have. Yeah. And, and obviously, you know, I mean, that's a, it's a, it's a, it's a huge day in terms of a revenue, but, um, especially down there, eh, yeah. down the there, like you know, it's humongous, it's humongous. It, it's, I never realized until we did that, how much of an international day mm. Chicago St. Patrick's day mm. is right. Recognized, internationally, recognized yeah. internationally, the amount of international travel when we worked down there, two years ago and we did it i mean it was 90 percent. i felt maybe not 90 percent, but i felt at felt least 75 percent <laughs> of people yeah. were were traveling from oh, international yeah. to come and that doesn't to Chicago include the suburban people right exactly <laughs> does not include the, <laughs> the other travelers the other travelers yes um the people on my flight didn't get the message back from denver that day because there's a bunch of people that bought cheap flights to come to chicago for st patty's day really I'm like oh you guys didn't hear that it was Cancel pretty much. Right. I'm like, Canceled. here's my buddy Callum's number. Give him a call. He's still doing. He's still doing a bar crawl. Right. <laughs> Bob, talk about the uh, Riverwalk space because you know, quite honestly, I forget that you guys have that. Yeah. So it is. It is the Northman. The Northman Beer and Cider Garden yeah. on the Riverwalk. Um, we're located in between Michigan and Columbus, mm-hmm. um, on the south side of the river. Um, is that and just as it starts to bend around the corner? Yeah, so we kind of butt we well, we kind of butt up to the Columbus Bridge, so yeah, we're kind yeah, of yeah. on the other okay. side so of the island, Tiki High. The, um, the the mouth of the of the river. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, so kind of in the in the design was to kind of bring in almost like a, a European style, um, kind of European style garden with uh, communal tables. We brought in about 80 tables um, from Italy who actually produces the same tables for Oktoberfest. Really? Wow, so we right. worked so with long, thin the wooden long, tables. long yeah. thin wooden mm-hmm. tables. We imported them, uh, cool. which is odd that they're actually produced in Italy for, for Germany. <laughs> yeah. uh, but they are. And so but we went right <laughs> so to those. Levi's. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, and so our, our kind of our feel was, you know, there was to kind of bring that along with the local aspect of, of local beer and local cider. Um, 
and then international products as well and to kind of have a wide open space of, of communal hangout uh, which um, it's great uh, it's a great space um, we're just it seems like we can't get a, a full year out of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Last year, the city had us under our, our entire space under construction right. until about mid to late May. So we couldn't open until about mid June, mm -hmm. I think, roughly yeah. last year. Um, the year before that was our first year and we weren't able to get open until about late August. Mm -hmm. And then this year, obviously, you know, we haven't been able to get it with this. So we're like, we just want to get a full year out of it. But um, it's a great space, great time to hang out. It's it's awesome. I love that you guys, because I, I always love the, the river walk here in Chicago. It's, it's fucking outstanding. Um, nothing like it anywhere else in the States. Um, it's almost like a little mini Venice with some yes. walkways and whatnot. Yep. But um, what I really dig about the space is that you guys are playing to what that space is to Chicagoans open space communal everyone up and down that the, the rivers really actually gravitated to that it's like just make some spaces and let people just enjoy the sun yep. the river the time the hour they have for lunch their time they have you know during their visit to chicago mm -hmm. um how does that you, but then with this going on now how much is that going to train because if you have those long tables now how's that going to change <laughs> right, right so right. that's that's something we're all of a sudden, we're like, yeah, well, oh, shit. this isn't exactly the best. Uh, <laughs> the beer hall setup. Yes, the beer hall setup <laughs> isn't exactly the, yeah. the, the best uh, route. So the one thing that's nice is uh, the, the space that we have is quite large, so we are absolutely able to space out the tables, no problem. Uh, I think that we're working on the system in terms of whether we reserve enti those entire tables for groups of people and those are the people that use them, whether we, you know, rope off dividers, space, within the tables yep. um, so kind of set up like two and two gotcha. and then have six feet of tape two and two yeah, um, I think we're, we're working on that like right now nice. I think John is actually down there right now um, figuring that out, figuring that out. so uh, we want to do it again when we when the Riverwalk technically some places have reopened yeah um, we're going to take the time and make sure we do it the right way yeah. we don't want to yeah. rush it um, yeah, much appreciate and that. you know we don't it's again right. keep on going back to the safety issue yeah. and um and doing things the right way so you, you mentioned that you're still looking to get that full year usage of that space yeah. um because of these i guess uh interruptions how mm. has the city and or state or uh, stepped in to help you guys yeah. well well the one nice thing is with the riverwalk uh the way that our contract works is we don't pay a monthly rent uh okay. we oh. pay a percentage based oh. off revenue okay so well, when we're fair. not open in the winter right or in this issue we don't is that for we every don't business down there Fucking What's I, that? That. I believe yeah. that is for every business down there that. i love wow, that i didn't, I didn't know that, that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so we're not you know it's not like we're paying twenty thousand dollars a month while not while not being open right um so in that regard it's not you know obviously uh, we are the one uh, we are planning on expanding the space and yeah. utilizing the space and uh, building a pergola yeah. that we can have for private parties, Mine, bands. We want to build a rooftop area that's connected. We cool. we have in, we are have invested money into upgrades there and expansion you in our in our money. space. Yeah. So, so we do need to be open to yeah. start getting <laughs> some of that <laughs> revenue, yeah, of you course, know, absolutely. because we have put money into there. Floating boat bars, right? <laughs> What you do is just every. <laughs> I think that's all the sewers. Yeah. Every bar, yeah. right? Every floating boat bar has one bartender on it, eight seats, and they just head out onto the onto the river. Right. Then you got fucking hundreds yeah. of feet of space. Right. Yeah. There you go. 
Uh, Why so, are you just employing me as a consultant? <laughs> Uh, we are, we do work with a couple of the boats, uh, oh, boat, yeah. boat oh, groups yes. in the city. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so we work with them in terms of doing. Uh, we're, we work with them on trying to get to packages for people. Yeah. And we do have a couple yeah. of boats that dock pretty much right in front of us. So, nice. Uh, we we done. Uh, we put together uh, just uh, last September. We put together a Belgian beer cruise. Cool. Uh, oh, nice. That, nice. that docked and le- that left and returned from the Northmen. Uh, whoa, which whoa. was really awesome. That's so cool we, we and we've done cider cruises from there, yeah. uh, with uh, almost like a like a history tour of the city, okay. you know, almost like an architecture tour, but with cider. Cool, that's yeah, involved that's too. That. So we've yeah. done a couple of those things. That's very uh, cool. So, so that's been a lot of fun. What does that look like when you start to get involved in that? Because obviously, from a business standpoint, and and I'm, you know, you were saying that one of the guys is down there already, but as like a, as a bunch of partners a group of partners looking at that as a business you're thinking wow this is a really good business model you know this is a this is almost this is almost impossible to beat but then something like you know construction comes around two years ago you said mm-hmm. last year you didn't get open until august this year you know you're struggling as a group of people that are, are involved in bars and looking to make money at bars and looking to to provide this kind of local service to people what are the conversations like now considering that we are in this the midst of this this pandemic yeah and, and i think what something that um maybe the the veil has been lifted and over the last few years i think it's starting to show that to anybody who is not involved in bars or restaurants that it, it, it it's not always uh i want to open a bar and make a million dollars and that's not exactly that's not <laughs> well, exactly how it one works person that's done that and, uh, exactly right uh revealed to society and that, and that yeah. yes yeah, uh, yeah when you're hard. when you're closed yeah. for three months and you may uh whether you rent your space or you own your space and yeah. and you pay mortgage on it or you pay rent that you know a lot uh i there's not many bars or restaurants that can stay closed and have still have their uh, finances they have to deal with for three to four months and stay mm-hmm. viable yeah. and so it's the veil's kind of been lifted in that it's it's not uh it's not always the most glamorous and, uh, and, and jake know. and i talked yeah. about this actually the other day um you know a lot i think it was with with jake while we were at the the open market at lakeview there um <laughs> what I, I think what a lot of people get wrong that and the difference between a lot of these companies a lot of these local bars and like say a corporate airline and mm-hmm. um, you know people are like oh well you know a bar has a bar's making thirty thousand forty thousand dollars a month they should be able to survive three or four months because they should have saved some money mm-hmm. but what i think a lot of people don't understand is that running a bar yeah. it, it's very hard to make a bar extremely profitable because the more and more and more the more profit that you're trying to make the more you actually have to spend to make it, you Correct. know. Correct. Yep. Um, and it's really, really difficult to ask bar, ask partners in a bar, or ask an owner of a bar to to splurge more of their own in, individual mm-hmm. money, more mm-hmm. of their own personal savings mm-hmm. on a business that's a, a community business. Yes. And then it's, it must be frustrating, you know, for you guys to see um, corporate companies and the bigger companies get so many handouts when, as a local company, it seems that the odds are stacked against it, you. Absolutely, and and that's one thing that you know kind of when uh when this first sort of happened and then this came out that you know oh we're gonna i remember seeing the um on the press conference that we're gonna defer tax payments yep, yep. for the rest of the month right oh that's great well huh. uh i would just estimate that probably 80 percent 
of bars or restaurants didn't qualify because they were deemed to make too much money. Really? No. Oh, uh, we, so we, did, we did not qualify for that. Not even, it's after paying your employees and everything? Yeah, just, like, really? we did not qualify for that because they deemed we made too much revenue. Uh, the, and it's not like... None of our... But, but those have, revenue dollars also play part into... They pay into the course, system. Of so course, yes. How are they... That is ridiculous. Uh, so, yeah, so, you know, so oh. that in one aspect was kind of like one of those, like, this sounds like you're doing a great right. thing right. for yeah. Illinois bars and restaurants. But well, yeah, no. not really. Right. Wow. Because we didn't that. qualify for that. And to um, be honest, and no no disrespect meant at all, but, I mean, th- you you guys hadn't been making money. Was that for the tax year? Uh, yeah, it was, it, was, it was essentially for, like, like oh, we're going to defer, um, I think it was February and March. Okay. Um, on what you January, February, March. Mm-hmm. I think it was. We're going to defer your your sales tax, your tax payments to right. the, to the state and to the city. Is that based on but a you had to qualify for that. tax statements? Then I don't believe. So. I think it was based on. And I'm not. Yeah. I don't deal with this as directly. Gotcha. So, gotcha. Uh, don't quote me on this. We, um, will. we will. But I believe. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I believe it was from I'm just from the the, the from most current months. It wasn't based okay. on the previous so, year. So I, basically, I yeah. I'd have to call my sister on that. The other thing as well with that is it's not like it's not like you're a huge bar. I mean, no. it's, it's don't get me wrong. It's a big big venue. But no, but no, 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 no. Don't don't misunderstand me. What I'm saying is that what I'm what I'm saying. That, like, We're all you, misunderstood. Like, like this, <laughs> this isn't as you know. A, a lot of the bars that th- this bar is very similar to a lot of the local neighborhood mm-hmm. bars. So I presume that many of the bars, then you know, like you said, eighty percent maybe mm-hmm. didn't didn't get that tax. Uh, didn't get that tax. Is that based our, on your our, group? our original location, no, based on each okay. individual location. Because okay. our, f- our original yeah. our original location, the bar in Buena, didn't qualify for that either. Wow. wow, that's a, that's a, I mean, I mean, this and is a neighborhood bar, bar, but that's a neighborhood. That's a true, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a hole in the wall. Because people, this is a destination spot for the rooftop in the summertime, springtime. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody that wants to get out of the downtown area right. wants to come to the north side. Right, where, you know, this is a really good spot. It's a good, it's Jeez. great. But but yeah, so the bar in Buena, so if Jeez. the bar in Buena didn't qualify, you can think of however point. many bars that are the size. Well, good on you guys. And the rest, <laughs> yes, right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, it does speak but, to you know. It does speak to my point. You know, it's like it's like they obviously didn't. They obviously didn't, you know, help out as, as locally as they said they had. Which well, is and that sad, was uh, well, Sam Mateo, uh, the Illinois restaurant group. Um, I always forget his name. Ball guy, short guy who was up for the. Uh, he was with Lori Lightfoot doing a lot of news conferences and. and oh, out. is it Teo? I think that's how you say his last name. Not sure. Is that his name Sam Teo, the Illinois restaurant group guy. Yeah. Is, is it Teo? So. Yeah. Um, but he was talking about how that how bars weren't getting the protection, and then you have the airlines getting bailed out again. Um, along with that, and this is my personal opinion right here, but okay. you have airlines getting bailed out. And you see that flight attendants and pilots are talking about, well, once it, the money runs out early, fo- uh, late summer, we're going to have to be going back to like furloughing, cutting positions. Like, well, that's one thing for traveling. Business traveling was there, but cheap travel became because pe- more people wanted to travel across the world, travel across the country. So the demand was there higher and higher, and these cheaper airlines are brought upon, cheaper tickets came on. Yeah. I think tickets was reflecting the prices of what business travel should really be for most people. Whereas bars and restaurants, this like the heart and soul of your community. Yeah. You employ so many people. This is an extension of our of our living rooms. We want to come and hang out. We want to support people. I mean, even That's the first the first like night we were b- the first night we were back. We weren't tipping twenty percent. We we're tipping fifty percent. You know, right. like oh well, the, yeah. I mean, it, it's well, it's because uh, you it's you're right. Right. Yeah, it, you're absolutely right. So well said. It's um, 
it's Please. easy to forget Glasses. as well like the the release that you get when you like the first night that we were Thank here you, when we came and hung out here with with jamie um wilson <coughs> and harrison. your wife and, and and we had harrison here as well second day open first day it felt normal yeah like open, were you open that wednesday we did not. We opened Thursday. Okay, that, we, we, opened. we came that night. We came. That was it Thursday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it Thursday? Yeah, it was oh, it Thursday. was Thursday. Yeah, yes, it was Thursday. It was, Thursday. Okay. It was a whiskey Wednesday. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I, th- there is. It was so weird, and and I must have said that about 15 times that night. Yeah. Just how nice it is to be back, yeah. you know. And yep. and yeah, of course, we were the masks on in the door, and you know, anytime you get Whatever. up, you put your mask on, and we are all distance and stuff. But at the same time. Good, good, good group of people. Yeah. A couple of drinks from the bar. Uh, get to I, hang out and chat. I remember, shit, yes, you know? and, and being behind the bar with, with mask on right, is different. Right. And do rag. Um, yes, I, yeah. Well, I hadn't had my hair cut in oh, three months, so I, yeah, I was going to say you're looking, hair, you're looking a little bit like sharper than last. My, my hair was going to be like <laughs> flowing in front of my face, and and so it was certainly uh, it, it felt um, you know, it felt different. And also, I realized it was the first time in eight eight plus years I've been with this company that, I mean, I hadn't been on a shift in three months. Granted, uh, we, were, we were working in the market. We had to take on right, delivery right. open, but uh, I hadn't bartended in over three months. So it was like, oh, where, where's my peeler? Where's this? Like, I almost <laughs> felt, uh, when you guys came in, I was like, okay, all right. Now I'm, uh, it felt, it felt, it felt started to feel a little bit more normal yes. and it's felt. Mm-hmm. Well, we're easy. High life. Trying to get a little more normal Whiskey, every day. High life. Feel a little more normal every Whiskey, day. Whiskey, high balls. High balls. <laughs> right. You know, yeah. Cheese yeah. <laughs> What I'm really curious to know, though, Bob, too, is like, you know, now that you're open and then how does your day to day, you're still here at the same time that you normally yeah. are here. Mm-hmm. So, but how what's your planning like? How's your buying? How's your staffing? How does that how does that work for you now? Yeah, I mean, like you're, you're obviously not employing as many. You're not buying as much. Yeah, so. I mean, and, and there's certainly I mean, um, cheers, by the way. it's yeah. Hey. Cheers. Cheers. Um, yeah, I mean, we've been looking at all those things, and certainly um, the the inventory and, and product management has been important, and there certainly has been, I mean, you know, um, some quality control to look at in terms of on the beer side of things. Now, on all the package side, we have I brought everything new in. Um, drafts we go through, and I taste yeah. what we may have had before. Yeah. Um, anything that was tapped, we have to go back and retaste because there could be oxid- oxidization or mm-hmm. um, all flavors that develop in, in beer. And so we still want to uh, still want to have a world class list and our products be world class yeah. while um, while watching our inventory. And just because we are reopening doesn't mean we can just start spending a bunch of money. So it's, it's there's there's a balance <laughs> in finding that and wanting to get the staff in and right. get them back to work, yeah. but yet. Also watching that um, and making sure that's um, manageable for, for all parties included, our staff and, and the company as well. I, I mean, moving forward as well, that's a great question because moving forward, bars are going to have to function a little bit differently, aren't they? You know, and, and it's going to change. Are. Whereas, especially here at Fountainhead, you st- I remember the first time I ever came in here, Jake brought me in and we were having dinner here. And the, just the, the whole back bar was just filled with rows and rows and rows of like really solid whiskey. You know, whether it was bourbon or rice or, or, or even a, there was a Scotch. massive Scotch yeah. list, yeah. Irish whiskey list, 400, Japanese. 450, 500 single malts. Like, so, but moving forward, I suppose, like, when it comes to that extra bit of cash that you've got at the end of the month, you're not, I mean, are you going to spend that on whiskey now? Or is it going to be like, okay, 
maybe 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 that extra cash will go towards a, a specific insurance that you take out in case this kind of thing happens again or maybe it'll be towards a further investment into your bar and towards these kind of safety channels and things like that yeah that's something that we're we're certainly looking at and um i think it's it's finding the balance because i, th- I think um you know it, it is important to us to maintain um world-class beverage program yeah, of course yeah. uh that is that's at the top of it and that's, right. that's something that we've always strived for and so yeah. we're going to try to do that whiskey doesn't go off but so three months is uh, three months is, and it should be okay it should, as long as it's should, not been in the, in the sun right exactly <laughs> it, sh- it should be okay and so should that's again fun. trying to find that balance of yes uh will we can well we still need to have a thousand whiskeys will we have 800 we're you know i mean the numbers <laughs> don't you know it doesn't it's it's about having a a world-class program and offering the best that we can while circumstances under the circumstances while maintaining our our budget as well and and i think we're going to know that within you know we'll you know how next couple months yeah earlier you 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 gave us a a little tidbit in regards to how well um you guys i i mean we experienced it that thursday we all came in together um how well you guys have adapted to the guidelines how well you're you've been able to execute and plan accordingly now, for the individual who does and not know that backstory or that back, you know, behind the scenes uh, information, what can you tell them to expect? Because they hear a lot of shit, they see the news, they read the news, but the question of ex- of of uh, execution comes in like, well, how's that going to be? What's that going to be like? You know, because they're like, oh, you got to wear a mask or anything. What are things that you know? What what have you seen? What are the expectations? Yeah, what are the expectations with, that they with, can with, have? with customers? Yeah, what, yeah. Sh- what should they expect? Yeah, so what they should, you know, what, what we th- what we you, try to sure. do is that we try to say, all right, you know, here's what what we're going to do to ensure that you feel comfortable mm-hmm. and safe in our space, and then here's what we would ask of you to right. ensure that our staff feels comfortable and safe, and that the rest of the customers that you are around feel comfortable and safe. Right. Um, there are certainly people that might come in from the suburbs. They might be in town from Wisconsin, Ooh. where it's a it's a different. Ooh. It's a, uh, Ooh. What do we got here? A little beer Special delivery. River trip. Ooh. Belgian style session ale. 4.8%. Something we're looking at like uh, the for the river. river. Trip. River walk. River trip. Makes sense to me. Low ABV. Ah. Um, Allagash has been on the forefront of Belgian style beers for 20 plus years. Yeah. Um, Allagash White, year oh. in and year out, is, is a Especially staple. In the summer. Is a, yeah, uh, American craft Belgian White that is at the it's at the benchmark, and so these guys produce great products and really this is something that yeah. I'm seeing this down at the river, you know. Yeah. To Them, the Goose Islands, the world really helps the standard for craft beer. I think even craft drinking in general. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Absolutely. So and so I think you know um, and it's you know. We, we try to be as, um, you know, as approachable, yeah. um, but we do ask if customers come in, they don't have a mask. We do provide, we will provide masks. We do ask them that they wear a mask whenever they're in common spaces. Mm-hmm. Again, like I call mention when you're going to the bathroom, mm-hmm. you're leaving yeah. your table. Once you're at your table, you can take your mask off. It is no problem, but um, we are working with what the city asks us to do. And that's what we're going to, we're going to abide by that. Um, because um, as, as I mentioned, the woman I talked to earlier, she said that she yeah. was drove by a place and there was, 10 to 12 people at a table <laughs> no tables were separated yeah. uh, we can only allow six people at a table yeah and there's no we, we don't have any wiggle room on that and we're not gonna we're not just gonna break that just so we can make an extra dollar yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I, it's not gonna happen so well, how have the customers responded to that I, I think overall it's positive i think overall they f- 
they're like, all right, these guys are, you know, they want to take this situation seriously and they want to make sure everybody feels, uh, feels safe and comfortable every, you know, every once in a while, you know, somebody might be upset. They can't, you know, just walk in with eight people and get a table. We, right. We just, we can't do that right now. And uh, that goes in line with our kind of planning and doing almost all reservations, mainly reservations yeah. um, for our tables. So then that way we know what to expect. The customers know what to expect. They know they're going to have a table. Mm -hmm. They know they're not going to have to wait. Our situation where, you know, <clears throat> we have one stairwell that goes to our roof. It's not ideal for, for, uh, for groups of people that are waiting around. Right. So gotcha. we can take their name on a wait list. We can text them, call them. If they are waiting for a table, as soon as the table does open up. Yeah. Um, no. But it's not... <clears throat> um, it's not the ideal say so we don't have a large space to have people that are waiting. Yeah, around, I think so. that's the fault of government, too, where people are coming into these situations a little bit still entitled that we're opening up just as usual, per usual, mm -hmm. yep. um, on the patios and the rooftops. Obviously, we're not indoors yet, but they're thinking, well, it's open, so we're back to normal. Yeah. And uh, with you guys with the lack of notice of when things are going to open up as in the industry, we've been really enforcing the point to customers on this podcast and also just in our conversations off air is about, don't go back thinking this is going to be normal. Don't go back expecting anything whatsoever. Just be happy that you can go back to the bar, go back to the restaurant, and hang out that yeah. way. Mm -hmm. um, unfortunately, with the dine-out series in Lakeview that happened last weekend, I don't think that happened at all because people it was just slammed um, with thousands of people, neighborhood people, I'd say majority, majority of people, but really? at the same time... Was it, this is in Lakeview? Yeah, it's on my yeah. block <laughs> right there. I'm from, from Belmont to Diversity. It's shut down. And okay. all the bars and restaurants extended their patios. That's into right. The they streets. did one of the street shutdowns. It was the first one. Wh which it was. I, I under. I under. I understand them wanting yeah. to give bars and restaurants more seating. Yeah. But when I first heard that, my initial thought was, "You're creating a street fest." Exactly. Yeah. You're so, creating <laughs> large groups so, of people together, which is what this whole idea is that you're trying to avoid. One hundred percent. And they right the week before but, they announced that, or five days before they announced that, they announced they canceled all the street fests, all right. the festivals in Chicago. So you cancel all the street fests. Yeah. You're going to open up. And, that, I, and, I, and, and it I wasn't the intention. To, right. Yes. It wasn't the intention of the government. It wasn't the intention of the Chamber of Commerce over in Lakeview East to do that. But there just wasn't the signage. There wasn't the manpower. There wasn't the organization to put into it for prevent that. So um, 2 o'clock in the afternoon, been open for, I think, maybe three hours officially at that point. One had lunch at Dry Hop. And they were already selling beers to go. And I'm like, oh, they are allowing people to walk through the streets with beer in open container. Because I was wondering, well, okay. th that would be the law. You know, other places could do kick cocktails, whatever. Um, had lunch, went, uh, got a coffee from another local coffee shop, sat at one of the communal areas. Um, my wife and I answered some emails, did a little bit of work, went home, came back out with Callum at like seven o'clock and all of a sudden you couldn't sell beer to go. You couldn't sell anything to go. There were signs up saying cannot walk in the midway with alcohol, but, and there was one security guard, one security one. guard for the entire five street blocks that were blocked off walking up and down the street. Nicest dude, big dude, but like the nicest dude saying like everybody like guys can't drink here. But ex military ex cop. Yeah. And in bad British in bad British accent. Yeah. Well, <laughs> horrific British accent. Uh, <laughs> Even worse Scottish accent. So then all of a sudden these signs appeared saying no alcohol beyond this point in these certain designated areas. So I was like, Okay, well, I'm gonna go to the liquor store, buy a six pack as I'm waiting three hours to go to dry hop or wild or wherever it may be, um, and drink in these areas, open container. But you can't walk in the street. Okay, right. next day people are doing it again, and now you can't walk around at all carrying open container, and you can't sit in the communal areas where the cops were saying, just put it in a coffee cup, put it in a cocoa cup. Something that's not. Yes. And uh, 
physical. Don't be don't be an arsehole so obvious. You know, if you're gonna be an idiot, like do it on your own time. Like girls carrying a six pack of truly and like holding one one hand and that guy's carrying some goose in one hand and a six pack on the other hand. Right. Um but then they put signs out on Sunday morning saying no alcohol, period, ticket in force. And it took away half of the you know tables in the area. It turned out where we were eating where we thought we were eating uh pizza at Nancy's we had ordered appropriately BYOB brought our beer there we were sitting in the wrong area it turned out when I was walking by the next day we weren't even sitting in the right restaurant area I didn't even really? know it because there's oh, just no really? sign there's not enough signs as a nation to where tables are assigned to who and blocking off certain locations so they're great doing pizza by the way great, great pizza, pizza. Nancy's. Nancy's pizza Nancy's you Nancy's yeah I don't think I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not a deep cross guy but yeah. that was decent really that's really the, well that's the that's the always the the you know the old folklore old about folklore. Chicago is yeah. that everybody thinks Chicago is deep dish. Nah, true, true, is true is tavern style, tavern style. square, a little cut, yeah. thin crust. Oh, thin? Now, now if I thin do have somebody in town who like has never been to Chicago, yeah. and they're like, I gotta have are. deep dish. Yeah, then I'm like, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you then you go to Luminati or not 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 Luminati. You go to Pequod's. Pequod's. Yes, I, I'm a yeah. Pequod fan. I'm a Pequod fan. You have to go. You have to go and eat at there. You can't do a deliver. Can't do takeout. Yeah. EP quads. The, pro- the problem with that is you got to real Chicago is real. My favorite tavern style is right across, style right across the bar in Buena. Michael's. My, Michael's is solid. Yeah. Michael's is solid. I. I, I but here's my thing though. Small, here's my thing, right? right. If you're going to do the them. deep dish idea, you can't eat for like eight months before <laughs> the. <laughs> <meal. laughs> yes. Because it's fucking so heavy. Yes. Casserole, like, baby. You heavy. get in there and it's like it's like you. It's like you're eating all of your previous mistakes. We yes. were we were we were out at um, a <laughs> brewery slash uh, distribution. Um, uh, we were out at the B United Import headquarters or an importer for beer, um, and we were at their American headquarters in Connecticut. And we were at uh, the there's a brewery in there too. OEC makes amazing beer. But anyways, we're at the bar, and people from around the country were there for this uh, cool little whole day of checking out the facility and stuff. And uh, we were told by somebody in New Haven, Connecticut, that our all oh, that Chicago pizza that's cheese lasagna it's <laughs> called pizza. Yeah. And this guy, I mean, a meat. I mean, it was like, it was like, hey, how you doing? He goes, oh, you're from Chicago. He goes, yeah, well, New Haven, Connecticut pizza is the best, and anybody who doesn't think that's wrong. Yeah. And then our our friend who was from Chicago was like, well. That New Haven, Connecticut pizza that you guys have to fold up like a taco to eat yes. it. And and all of a sudden, I'm like, all right, guys, guys, we're just having a couple beers at, a, at the bar. Like, we're all friends. Let's yeah. not get into a fist fight immediately over yeah, pizza. It's, it's, it, yeah, and it's one of the things. But speaking of food, what I'm, I'm curious, how has your menu changed? Is it changed so, so that's actually something I was going to, I think, in terms of the reopening, probably the biggest change has been our food menu. Yeah. We've changed all, almost entirely um, our entire food menu. Um, we decided that... Um, this was the time to kind of look at that and revamp that and go in a little bit of a, of a different direction. Mm. And so um, we have kind of switched over to v- more of a, uh, a UK-inspired mm. menu. Uh, <laughs> Dude, you were from fucking Scotland. It's so the UK? It's the UK. Come on, guys. Come on. <laughs> Every day's a school day, America. <laughs> Every day's a school day. Uh, How many times did I come up on this podcast oh now? Oh, my God. Jeez, Louise. People are just mad about saying that I'm not British and then you're saying, not but British. you're not British, but you're Scottish. And I'm like, oh, you know, guys. You, you, you know were what? talking about the biggest cities in uh, England, and you brought up how you, you could put it in Edinburgh and Aberdeen as well. I was like, oh, I never thought about it that way as, oh. like, the entire UK is the biggest city. So I was just talking about England, but you just bypassed my well, answer. I got, Question. I, got tr- I got in trouble. I got in trouble. We had um, Sam Green on, remember? Sam Nash Green. And he, and he just said that I wasn't British. That you weren't British? I was like, 
Okay. She's <laughs> 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 half British. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's half British? Uh, Allegedly. So, um, uh, Sorry, so, so that was just one thing with the time and, you know, and, and kind of looking at our menu and wanting to have a real uh, directive in terms of what, 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 what's, the, what's the food program and what do we, and with having the large scotch selection and, yeah. and whiskey focus, yeah. um, we did bring over a couple items uh, from the Northman. Uh, from uh, the Northman Pub Bar that we had uh, that um, have worked really well integrated into our menu. We brought a few things from there, and our chef did a great job of taking the time and developing uh, um, a UK-inspired, and a, what I, the way I like to look at it is it's, uh, it's technical but approachable hmm. um, in terms of the, the food. And uh, so we did start off with a, a slightly condensed menu. I believe it's about 10 to 11 items right now. We went through a full menu tasting. There's about six to eight more items. Um, and Lisa, we will add once we kind of get into the rhythm and as re more reopening, you know, happens. Do you see more so bars and restaurants doing that? In terms of like changing like Yeah, the revamping. Food? A little bit. I haven't. I've been to one place. Okay. Uh, I have been here. Yeah. Uh, so I, I can't really. <laughs> I, I can't. Really I can't. Been anywhere. I can't um, speak on that. I've been to a few, I guess. I've been to. Yeah. I went on Sunday evening. I went and had a couple of mezcal cocktails at Bodega Sur. Nice. Um, but that was. Otherwise, I've been here, so I haven't really. Um, can't really speak to in terms yeah, of like what other thing what other is, yeah. what other bars or restaurants might be doing. But I do think, as an overall, with this whole situation. It is important to be able to be adaptable. Yes. Because um, you guys were right away. I mean, while I, I certainly believe in what, what a program does, yeah. and they believe in what they do, and they should, you know, they can stick to that. But if, yeah. if, you, if you're not able to adapt or change in whatever situation, whether it is uh, COVID, whether it's anything else, then you're, you're kind of pigeon-toeing yourself into yeah. something. Well, so. I, I ask that, too, because now that, again, to a point that you mentioned earlier off – off uh, air is the fact that we've gone to two hour increments of time at tables. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I would assume that having to change the menu was vital in order to accommodate a good time in a short amount of time, in a sense. Certainly, you know, yeah. As opposed to what we're used to being able just to sit at yeah. a table. Right. You know, for you're not hours having on a, end. Yeah, right. And I think we were end. able to do that, um, but still. Still have um, still have the food be high quality. Of course, and, no, of course. You know, nothing frozen, yeah. nothing that's just. Psh, you know, right. frozen right into a deep fryer. Yeah, no, 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 no. You know? Just, you know, there's. But I yes, there but yes, building yeah. some things that can be, um, that can be done quickly in a, in a shorter prep time yeah. uh, was was important to us because we were going to limit uh, the timing on seatings, and so we wanted to be able to get everybody still have uh, the ability to be able to eat and relax and mm -hmm. do and all the that. The margins are smaller now, aren't they? You know, yeah. I mean. Before I think that with with the no reservation thing, food naturally is a small margin. Yeah, right, and right. and that's the thing, isn't it? Like before, obviously with no reservations and stuff, then you know there was a little bit more of of a margin for error in the sense that you know you could make some mistakes and get away with it. But now you know if you're bringing like if if you're you know if you're accruing that amount of time, you've got two hours to make these people eat and drink as much as the as much as you really can right like just exactly. like right how, yes. much, how much are these people yep. going to consume in this two hours right can we get things out quickly can we make it fresh do they mm -hmm. like it because if they like it they're going to get more of it they're going to come back and yep. also it's the same thing with the cocktails and the and the and the booze right so it's like you know we were talking a little bit about this at the weekend jake and i in the sense that there's a real fine line between 
someone touching your table all the time and saying you're you're only a third of the way through your beer and they're like yeah. you want another really? beer right right, right. right. <laughs> yes right exactly <laughs> it's like, well, we certainly it. don't want people to feel like we're on top of them like yeah. right. but at the same time at the same time these people also know that they've only got two hours they do not want to be waiting around for 10 minutes with an empty glass in their hand and thinking damn i would have drank another one in yep. that time you know? that's so, what's that's, your staff been instructed to do that's that the case? that's yeah. the you know our biggest thing and and the one thing is i two hour time limits we really try to make that like an hour and 50 minutes because we need the time right. to be able to clean the table clean the table sanitize we need to sanitize we sanitize the menus every time mm -hmm. somebody yeah. touches them yeah uh, we have two different cleaners we use a multi-peroxide mm -hmm. uh cleaner that's been clinically proven to kill coronavirus on surfaces and then a sanitizer as well don't swallow it though so don't don't, don't how many cocktails is that multi-peroxide so, right. <laughs> so so we we want to be able to have the time to then be able to get the next seating in and so yeah. that is something that you know and, and i think overall it's been good there's good. always a things that you can tighten up a of little course, bit of course yeah. but i think um but i, I think, think that could be helped by the actual customers themselves and them being considerate enough it's like hey yes they that'll take should, time as well yeah, but we should, I, I hope that people we should get be able to that to, stage. yes yeah. Yeah, and, and we're working on um a system to potentially have online ordering, pre-ordering. Oh, great idea, um, yeah. Or online ordering at idea. the table. Right. Um, so that that can maybe That's pretty create cool. things up as well. Yeah, right. Uh, hmm. Just to be a little as, as efficient as possible while still maintaining a level of customer. We still yeah. want to maintain that level of yeah. customer service, but also want everybody to be able to enjoy their time. You're giving the heads up to about 135 in, right? Yes, exactly. Yep, yeah. yep. About 135 in, yeah. it's kind of almost That's like a part. last call. Yeah. Um, hey guys, just you know, we are gonna be sitting, getting ready for our next seating. Uh, we're happy to get you another round of drinks, and then yeah, kind of yeah. drop the check. And then, but it's not a. We try not to just boom, get out. You know. I hope. Yeah, yeah managing I, that's you know. I mean, ninety nine percent or ninety five, ninety percent of the people that you meet are reasonable enough that if you say, "Hey mm. guys, this is how we're doing at the moment. It's a mm -hmm. two hour window, one hour thirty five. You got twenty five minutes left." Yes. But honestly, we, we this is your last call. You know, if you need something else, we can get you it. Yep. Obviously, you're going to get those those wankers. And there. if you and if you go like like if you're on, we use um a Resi is the online yep. reservation yep. system that Pre we use. And if you go there, like we do have a, a large need to know yeah, multi paragraph. Yeah. That's good to have. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then important. when they when yeah. they reserve, they get another message that says essentially the same thing. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is what you need to know. This is what you need to know. This mm -hmm. is what we're doing, mm -hmm. and this is what we're you know. Um, Unfortunately, too, and so far, actually, the weather's been really nice it's been for nice. two weeks. Right. But, you know, we can't control the weather. True. And we can't offer any indoor seating. Correct. So, you know, please be aware. Bring that your if umbrellas it, if it's raining. Bring rain your is. umbrellas or if <laughs> it rains. We, we, we don't have a fix for that. <laughs> and we can't control the weather. So, please, you know, just be aware of that and work with us. And so, uh, again, 90% of, of customers yeah. Are, yeah. Uh, are happy to be here and are um, – I think overall they've still been really given a good experience. Well, rightfully awesome. so. Rightfully yeah. so. How, what's your take on the cocktails to go situation right now? In Chicago? Are you I guys think. I think. We'll see. I, I think for certain places, it, it's it, a it's it's an awesome uh, movement, and yeah. I, I think overall it's it, it, it should be. Yes, I think yeah, it's a it's great. Some, it's something that should be applauded in the sense yes. that the, the, the local government could turn itself around. Yes, they could, and they should. You know. Um, uh, I think it's I think it's great. Mm -hmm. um, we haven't gone into that as much. Uh, we do have the retail shop that we've been doing cocktail packages right. to go uh, from um, mm -hmm. from the Fountainhead Market, so you can get That's an cool. entire cocktail package to go. 
Um, for certain for certain places, I certainly think that having those individual cocktails is a is a big thing for them if they're right. only an indoor mm-hmm. place. Especially the time limit right now for the reservations, where you can take the cocktail to go with you at the end of the t- at the end of the yeah, time. Jake right. mentioned that earlier. He's just like, you know, what's really cool is like if you're already having dinner there or lunch, mm-hmm. and then he was like, hey, let's take one home to go. Yep. I was like, that's brilliant. That's, that's, yeah. That makes sense. Right, and that's yeah. the other thing that we that customers can do on our you know here is that they can go right online mm. um, and order. Or they could go on um, online and order from the Fountainhead Market mm-hmm. to go, and then we can just bring it right to the table. Yeah. While you they're guys here. Have always been very accommodating. While they're here, right. they can just go right there, yeah. six pack to go, take home. Here's your six pack. Call it, you right. know, for their table. I've let a few customers know about that concept. Uh, you're right. While and sitting at we, the bar, oh, you like that? It's for sale downstairs. Sale <laughs> downstairs. Just go right on your phone, order it. We'll bring it to Here's your table. You don't got to do anything. Here's ten dollars for that bottle. Yes, exactly. So I think the cocktail to go thing is great. Uh, we haven't dived into it all that much just yet, because um, yeah. with the different factions, and us absolutely, no, absolutely. So, but it's something we're gonna. I just didn't know if there's because it's so vital for, as you mentioned, not everyone would really need to, or has yeah. to. Yeah. But I didn't know. Well, I was curious to know, I should say, how much you guys also helped in pushing that along to in support of that, you know, bill to, to be. Yeah, well, we absolutely support any any of anything that can help. The bars and restaurants that are that are struggling that have been closed or mm-hmm. they can't open um, yeah. to, to be able to do that. And cool. I think we should. I mean, for people who have not listened to the podcast or knew the podcast because of you know Fountainhead for the nice support you guys were showing us before we were recording and haven't listened to the podcast you've been on before talking about uh, you know you have 900 whiskeys downstairs. Uh, part of you showcasing was that during Whiskey Week, which we missed out on, which was the week coming that was, after. That was going to be the week after. Yeah, yep. yeah, yep. definitely. Which I kind of yeah. kind of forget about sometimes, where you're like, oh yeah, that happened yeah, too. That, that, yeah, too. right. Yeah. It's literally God. been this long. Right. <laughs> so as like a bar who like you guys have your night where you have all of your barrel picks, which you had 29 last year, I think. Yeah, I think. So. On, on the menu, like last year during Whiskey Week, I think. Yeah, I think last year might have been 29 on the menu, but I had a couple that might have been off the menu okay. that, yeah. that I that I had to. <laughs> yeah. so. right. It was cheeky, cheeky. 30 to 35, right. roughly, something like that. No, no Abelard on there. God damn it. Hey, <laughs> hey we, 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 we've done we've done we've let's done good through coronavirus. So I can't yes. complain too much. Um, but you know, like, when you lose weeks like that as a company, where you really like that's a, that's, a, that's, a, that's five six days of showcasing what you're all about to not just the city, but the people that come in for yeah. that whole entire week because yeah. we have so many great events happening in Chicago. Right. Yeah. How do you kind of replace that? Uh, what do you do? It's tough. Right. It's tough, and I, you know, I think. Um, when when you lose that and, and I think just overall losing when you close it's there's not you know it takes some some time to kind of process that and try to figure out a way to get that back yeah, and for sure I, I think once we can get more open then we'll uh, we'll look into doing another you know whether that's maybe um, if uh, independent spirits convention mm. does happen in the fall I'm not sure if it will. Damn it, sure Jamie, it get will. on it. Yeah, Jamie, yeah. what are you doing? Shout out to Duffy. Uh, well, I just said to her that night we were up here the first night when you're open like. Do a small one up here. If yes. we're in the space, like, hey, we're outside. I was, I was actually talking with, um, we were talking about uh, Oktoberfest. I had a group of the guys from Maplewood mm. Brewing oh, in, um, yeah. and we worked with them. Guys, yeah. yeah, we worked with them last year. We did their uh, their fest beer, phrase our beer of the month, right. and did our big annual Oktoberfest party. We get the band up here. It's my favorite event of the year. And we were talking about that they also have a fest whiskey, and we talked about, well, uh. hey, we can totally do a distanced whiskey and cigar night or something like that once we get into the fall i mean even under these even if we're in the same 
guidelines. We can absolutely do that. 100% so, do that. so maybe we can do that for the entire week during like independent spirits if yeah. if, it, if it, can yeah, happen, it can happen. Or that, let's just let's well, just create something. Right. Well, even let's the legislation create, is there where you guys can possibly link into shutting down your sidewalk on both sides of of uh, Montrose and Damon, where you can extend your bar outside that way too. It's, yeah. If we right. see it with the street fest, it's, it's there somewhere where someone could help out with that potentially. Yep. We and don't know, but maybe. We don't know. Yeah, we're also looking at um, at our windows. We're looking at maybe putting in new windows that can totally open up. Right. I think the windows are worth The windows are we're, we're That's something that we're absolutely, we are looking at uh, right now. <laughs> I, you know, and that's, and this just goes all back. Everything that we just talked about just goes back to how shitty this whole situation is. <laughs> But at the same time, about? it's been great. I've been on a three-month vacation. Yeah. But, you know, how many good things have, are going to come out of this? Yeah, absolutely. And you know? uh, I mean, your ability uh, to expand, your ability to recreate, you know, mm-hmm. reset yourselves. Yeah, All the Instagram I'm, influencers. Uh, I'm just, <laughs> right, right. I just, oh, that's something that <laughs> did. It took a worldwide pandemic for me to create an Instagram account. <laughs> it did. That is actually... I totally <laughs> forgot about that. Bobby Z's not I'm on like, the IG. I don't IGs. even know what to do here. I'm so lost. I'm like, I, the Zacharias uh, finally yeah. joined the fray. Yes. Uh, Bobby G on the IG. What's his handle, Jake? Bob Zacharias. underscore Zacharias 10. I wasn't. 10? You got a 10 in there? Bob underscore Zacharias 10. Not sure why I put a 10 in there. Really? Let's jump onto that a little bit. Yeah, there's number 10. One zero. I like number Is 10. Is that but a 10 out of 10? It's not like my, f- oddly enough, it's not like my favorite ten number. 10 pins? There's 10 pins. 10 pins? I w- yeah. Somebody did suggest that I do Bobby Z Bowls with a Z, but yeah, I can't do that. <laughs> I would have gone Bobby, Bobby Z. Z Bowls. Oh. But you I love so, bowling. I do love bowling. Just call yourself Jesus. I miss bowling. That's the one thing. Yeah, I'm so sure, yeah. yeah. Miss that. It, just, let's say, let's say you could go back to four months ago, right? So a month before this thing, and you've got all the knowledge of what's happened, and... What, is there anything that you do differently? Is there anything that you change up that would just kind of... I mean, obviously, you'd, you'd get the windows put in because I bet they're a lot yes. more pricey now than right. they were four months yes. ago. <laughs> yep, absolutely. But is there anything that you would do differently? Is there anything that you would go back and say, like, oh, my God, in that first month and a half, we could have done X, Y, and Z to really kind of take an advantage of it? Right. So, you, so know what? you know, just in case this in the future, if there's anyone listening that thinks, you know... Right. I have a business. Is there something that I could do that's going to change things up? I, I think... Trying to have the uh, most outlets that you can have is important. Like, like we, 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 or we had the, the the delivery, the market, the retail shop. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like yeah. having that. I, I, I mean, we never would have in a, in a million years thought that that would have come, but yeah. been, been so handy or would yeah. have yeah. made such a difference. Where we were, I mean, yeah. who knows what would have happened if if we didn't have that? Because we we're we're able to take out and delivery and our right. food out of there too and yeah. a full beverage essentially a full That's beverage awesome. program yeah. out of there wine much. scotch liquor yeah. cocktail packages beer local beer cider everything and mm-hmm. so that was so i think um and we're fortunate enough that the rooftop has been a, a blessing that we were able mm-hmm. to open and, and we so were wondering if you're gonna ha- if it'll be open on the rooftop at first because yep. the laws didn't really like say exactly. rooftop like, confusion yeah right, right. It's all about, you um, know. The rooftop helped us because we are six feet from a sidewalk, and so. Uh, uh, All right. All right. So I think, if Just anything, maybe, um, even though if you don't, uh, you can never anticipate a situation like we're in, 
or like that has happened, having the most outlets of being able to diversify what you're able to do yeah. is important because then it gives you the ability to to adapt and change. And if right. one fails, then it's okay because you've got four others or five others. You know, yeah. if, if you can't do the indoor bar service and you can do the takeout from, you know, from the market shop and, yeah. um, you know, so fortunate. You know, in that regard, uh, I, I've been wanting to ask you guys. I know we're, yeah. we're here and talking about Fountainhead, yeah. but like, interview us. What Bob. have you guys seen in terms <laughs> of? I mean, obviously, it's mainly off premise, and buyers aren't really seeing anybody. Has it been kind of like a hey, let's just drive drive off premise? Are you guys going into Binnie's still? Is it more or less kind I mean, of? Like I'm, a, I'm still visiting Binnie's and, and off premise spots, but that, uh, we act, we spoke about this on one of the earlier pods during the during the. Um, during the pandemic that what surprised me the most was that people were were going to like old reliable brands that they'd maybe drank like during college you know right. like yeah. things like Bud Light and Coors Light these are up massive you know whereas I thought that in this kind of time that a community would maybe rally around local brands a right. little bit more but um, it's probably where, where some, um, some of some of the businesses the retail shops are looking at well now we need we need extremely low cost yeah yeah and we need extremely high, a lot of people high profit well. margin, yeah. high margin. Uh, to be able to sustain because who knows yeah. what's going to happen in the it's next couple the of months the weird thing and was and i can i can see that yeah and it wasn't Absolutely. just alcohol i mean like retail sales overall were up 17 percent in may and they right. projected to be only up eight percent and it was the biggest jump from month to month ever in the economy from april to may of the people buying on retail that was reflected inside of alcohol as well. And people are probably buying, you know, like those, their groceries more online. They're buying the toiletries online yep. versus going out because you can't find them. E-commerce, yeah. Yeah. It w- so overall, it's been, let's go to retail to do everything. So people are spending money still, even though right. 40 million people in our country are, un- are unemployed. Yeah. Right. But there's still, like, some people, I know I've talked to some bartenders where they're hesitant to go back to work because they're making more money on their unemployment checks at a base salary. And scared about, oh, how are people going to tip coming back? Are the bars going to be be- packed? Are they going to be exactly? It's all yeah. about money we can get in your pocket but, right now. But they're, you know, what, what's been great, customers have been o- overall tipping. That's huge, good to hear. Huge. Yeah. yeah. And I was just we, saying, the community, we were, we were on that been, the community really, yeah, it's been, I mean, I, I, yeah. I think I mentioned this. I did a one Instagram live chat during the pandemic uh, with a cider rep um, friend of mine. And, uh, you know, the one thing the community has really rallied around the neighborhood. Yes. The people are tipping. They're yeah. they're helping out the the bartender, the staff that's been out of work. Um, right. But to your point, there is something to be said of that. And then a it might be somebody who, I mean, we might have a staff member who has an autoimmune disease. Right. Right. Who is right. extremely susceptible to a a serious reaction if they were to catch something and they don't if they don't feel safe. We don't want them. You know, we and want the, yeah. We don't we, want we them want, here. We want everybody feeling safe. Yeah, hundred percent. And. Uh, and so it's kind of balancing that um but yeah to to your point there are people that are you know yeah might be might be okay on unemployment for now yeah and i know like wilson has done um different parts of his job you've been doing you know working with like with julia with the cocktails to go implementing that into your business too and um as i've said as i mentioned before the I've, I've gone into more of a creative role with my job, um, right. doing more photography, more design work, but maintaining those relationships too. You know, like checking in with like people like you, Bob, like every couple of weeks, just saying hi. Like, yeah. you know, and it's more likely with the the ones that I know that are 
sustain their jobs through this or the ones that told me like hey i'm gonna furlough myself essentially like i'm not gonna get fired but uh rather have our chefs have the money to make the food to go and make your business in that yeah. way and i'll come back to it so yeah. but it's about picking and choosing who you're talking to because you don't want to offend anybody either no yeah Correct. you don't want to be insensitive to the situation nope. but you know one of the things that i still struggle with and it came up with our pod on our pod last week where business is still being done yeah just not everywhere. Yeah, I wanted you to mm-hmm. go on this more because we. Yeah. Somebody cut you. I think Matt Brown cut you off. It was a Matt we'll, Brown. We'll blame Matt Brown. We'll blame Matt Brown. Fuck you, Matt Brown. I need to see Matt Brown. Shout out to Matty B. I do. It's it's um, it's just what you observe. We 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 are all still going out to shop for our day to day needs. People are still buying booze. It's Christmas time right now on the off prem. It's very clean, very yeah. light. This I like is good. That. Yeah. The nose, the nose is much more targeted. This is us drinking the beer, ladies yeah. I'm sorry, yeah. We're, Allig- not, we're not talking about we're, retail. Uh, we're finally <laughs> getting into the Allagash. We're getting into the Allagash. River trip. River trip that... Um, Allagash, we're always looking for sponsors. <laughs> Ambrosia brought us, That Ambrosia yeah. came over and, and dropped off to us uh, to try. Um, yeah, it, that'd be a great beer to have next to a river. Oh, it's just so or rooftop. crisp and clean. clean. Or crisp. Yeah, man, I might even... Man, this would be good on draft here, too. 4.8%. You can crush that. That's a crusher, man. Yeah. I like that. Sorry. No, I, I no, also, it's good. I also found a way to interrupt you like Matt Brown did. No, no, I appreciate your interruptions. Your interruptions are at least viable. Matt Brown put a, a podcast together last week, and then he sat on his computer searching on the internet the entire the time. The time, yeah. He just sat and looked at internet porn and, and ate all cheese. that shit. And ate cheese. And played banjo. <laughs> naked. It's he true. was naked? He yes. was what? naked. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he was naked. Gosh. And we were in a Zoom He call. covered himself oh. with the banjo. <laughs> So if it takes a banjo just to cover up your junk. I will say he's lost weight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he has, actually. Yeah, yeah he yeah. has lost. He's still hairy as fuck, though. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> um, the whole point is, like, business is still being done because obviously we're, st- you know, it's, all, it's, it's, it's Christmas time for the off-prem. And in, to Jake's point, yeah, it is the more affordable brands, the national brands, the 200-year-old brands that are reaping the benefits. And yeah. I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. So... What is wrong with me going out to these places that I have witnessed? I'm not just going to anywhere, walking in. It's like, well, you're selling the Jim Beam. Why can't right. you sell the Union Horse, yep. as yeah. an example? Of course. It's only if I've observed that that aisle is packed with guys and they've got their hand, their fingers and thumb on their chin looking across the, you know, looking about the choices that they have. Obviously, they're looking for something different yeah. or they're looking for something specific and they just can't find it. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with me going in there and hand selling quickly? Say, hey, want something different along the lines of Four Roses, along the lines of this? Right. Try this guy out. You know, being yeah. transparent about it. Yeah. There's nothing. nothing. Or going up to the buyer and I was like, I noticed that uh, this and this. Just so you know, I have something you know comparable and obviously within the same price structure. What's wrong with that? Oh, if it's yeah. op- if it's welcomed, of course. Yeah. You do your due diligence. You you send an email. You give them a call. You stop in and ask, "Hey, is it cool if I talk to you about a brand now, or should of course. I should I come back at a different time?" Mm-hmm. You know. I think, so a few I think that's, I think that's fair. Response back. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm sure I'm not going to get email uh, email period at all. Yeah. <laughs> I would Everyone's even, I would even deal with the email. I was kind of walking. I just want to walk in, but, but yeah. it's also like but you're so CYA. weird talking to me in a mask. You're like, yeah, who's this weirdo? Right. Yeah. But you also do have to CYA in a sense where it's like, hey, try to reach out to you via email, send you this or that, and info on your website or anything yeah business is still being done so in order to keep my job and get my monthly paycheck i have to show proof hey i'm at least going out i don't show proof in a sense where my hey i went to xyz 
and ABCs and all that other shit. This is what I'm doing. Now, we understand everyone's under accordance that we understand what the situation is right now. You're not buying anything new right now. It doesn't, it doesn't really benefit I, you. I, I, I was thinking, I was like, man, I, I, I'm know, like, I saying? can't, I'm like, the one thing I haven't really been doing yeah. is tasting a whole lot of new whiskeys right, right. now. Yeah, you're, you're, there's been you know, a lot coming out still. I, I'm sure there, there's, there's been stuff, a lot of yeah. releases, but, uh, you know, most. But they're, but they're $25, $18 bottles at retail, and $30 dollar bottle retail. And some. most of my on-premise um, liquor reps, not supplier reps, mm. but distributor reps, were for a load or laid off. So I'm, I'm not talking yeah, to anybody. You're not yeah. 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 yeah, you're not, not talking to anybody. Not seeing, you know. Uh, so it's, uh, that's, can, that you even was, get, can you even get orders? I can get orders. Now, there was a little bit of a hiccup. There was a period one of the distributors could only do case orders. Okay. So that was kind of tough. So I'm like, yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't, I'm not I don't need a case, a case of, of 18. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's precisely. Right. Uh, I don't need that. So and I'm not, and I can't spend that. I can't spend yeah. that. Yeah. Right. No. And, and I bet it helps with you guys having the market too, where you're open the entire time versus bars now are just opening back up and like you Correct. said, checking their kegs, right. doing, checking their lines mm-hmm. and everything. You're like, this isn't gonna work. How am I gonna call, get somebody here in three days? I was yeah. given three mm-hmm. day notice to open up. Right. And I want to open it's, up, but but I can't. It's tough. Yeah, it's tough. And I give you guys a lot of credit too. We're kind of, I think, being we're getting there. I do. Yeah. Have a, I, do, I have one other quote. You go. Over yeah, yeah. Well, I wanted. To, I mean, you guys been close for three months, and then um, not only with the coronavirus, we've seen the Black Lives Matter movement happen after mm-hmm. the murder of George Floyd, or I should say, the execution of George Floyd. Um, and you guys are already giving back to the community in we that are. sense. We you are. are doing ten percent back to uh, my block, my hood, yep, my city. Yep, like, yep. How, uh, like, I mean, like, I, I appreciate that more than anything from you guys. But like, there's also the question of. Kind of, how do you guys do that like, after being closer three months? <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, we just question. we felt it was important. Um, it was important to do something for the community and, yeah. and to show that we are in support of this. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, our opening uh, opening weekend, we donated ten percent of the proceeds uh, to my block, my hood, my city. Um, we we just want to while we can't. We're not going to say that we have the answer, right? But we want to continue to evolve, and whether that's in hiring and training mm. um, of our staff, yeah. um, our company, we're we're we're, we're going to continue to try to be a part of the solution, um, and and to try to help in any way that we can. Right. Um, and yeah, yeah that cool. you know, listening is the biggest thing sometimes. And listening, yeah. I, I, absolutely. Um, I yeah. So yeah, we want we want to be a part of that, and. Uh, Anything we can do, and and some of that is just listening. Some of that is just uh, educating, not only our staff but myself included, mm-hmm. um, and just and just to keep on, keep on trying to do good. Yeah, well, and, I give, and I give you guys and other brands credit that aren't just posting a black square and then going away from the conversation, but actually, you know, putting where your money where your mouth is essentially. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, money isn't the answer to everything, but it's also it's helpful, and you're showing that we're not just a neighborhood bar; we're really a neighborhood bar. So. Yes, but. In uh, being inclusive and, and yeah. diversive in, in our in our staff and and the customers and being a welcome welcoming place for for anybody of any uh, race ethnicity sexual origin anything yeah we, we that's what that's what we want that's like I agree. I just I this sounds so sounds so silly but the the idea that we can't just love everybody. <laughs> It's just, it's so disheartening right. that for so many years and we're still in this situation. Yeah, and I think a lot and of people just, have been really... I just can't, I can't, it's hard for me to, to not get past that. I agree. For, I don't, doesn't matter what anybody is, about anything. Right. Just love your neighbor. 
Yeah. Um, we're still doing I Am Your Neighbor meals. We're doing free meals for anybody who calls in. Um, that says I Am Your Neighbor. We're still participating in that program. That's cool, that's we're still offering two free meals for any staff that's still nice. um, not back on yet, whether they don't feel safe or we're not able to bring them on back just yet. Still offering two free meals a day to them. We're and try to continue to do whatever we can. Yeah. That's, that's big of you. you know. No, so. I agree with that. And it's, it's been a difficult time for people to understand what they're doing, but also understand as a, as a consumer – where should I put my money? Yeah. Um, you know, right. who really does support this movement, and isn't just being out there to be yeah. a, uh, I guess, just a disingenuous. Is it virtual signaling? Right. Is it virtue signaling, or is right. it genuinely no. something yeah. that well, means? But I think it also speaks to us as reps, gentlemen, in a sense where I'm visiting those people who are actually, yeah, not necessarily only open, but those are actually involved. Yeah, mm. helping or trying. And that best reduces my key account by a drastic percentage. Yeah. yeah. I'm not saying that hey it's not hey, that's the decision they made but I make sure that you know you you know you yeah. go and you see those guys like yeah not only here because of what you've done for me but you're doing a lot more for all of us right yeah. in this time and fuck yeah you deserve a hey thank you for me yeah. as your guy not because I'm buying or getting anything <laughs> from you, if you dig right. what I'm saying you mm-hmm. know so that's that's important you know thank yous go a long way the please and, and the listening and the, yeah. the learning obviously goes a long way for us all but and i think uh, I, w- I was kind of talking the other day on the internet about how we say as an industry whiskey should bring people together and it creates community and it Correct. creates inclusion inclusion, inclusion exactly yes. but so are we really living up to those words are we just saying those words and you know is it lip service in that sense but we should really yeah. live up to the standards that we preach out there and i was talking to some people they were like you know these brands haven't said anything yet about what's happening in our country and the social injustice that's, that's uh, occurring and has occurred for um, generations mm-hmm. of people too far to even think back really. And I don't know if it's, if it's up to every company to make a statement in that sense. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to the guys from the bourbon lens and I put, po- cause I posted something from the Ryan bourbon club saying that I haven't heard from all these brands. And, you know, I said I was indifferent if brands should make that dip, should make that statement. Um, but, sometimes the silence speaks louder than actual words yep. and then they're True. like they're like well then i guess you really aren't indifferent and i'm like i guess i'm not and we had a conversation but it wasn't like it wasn't arguing it was just talking it was about just it was yes. chatting through talking it. conversation and, right having yeah. open conversation yeah um is is extremely important and being able to to hear people and understand you know or i shouldn't say that because it's it's impossible absolutely impossible i can't even say yeah. that i can even begin to understand right. yeah but i can i can i can have an ear and i can listen and i can listen educate to your staff can, listen to the I people can, yeah. that you that you work with yeah listen right. to people that know more than you know less than you yes. whatever it might and there's be. a lot of that good old boy mentality when it comes to the southern distilleries i trust me i have family that's what works there and but it doesn't mean that because the people that are older in a different generation that we are in encompasses the whole idea of the brand because Correct. some of those some of those brands employ 500 people, yeah. And out of that 500 people, there might be 400 people that think this is like the world's got to change right now. We have to do this right now. But there's also streams of uh, legal work to go through to basically make one little post. And I saw my wife go through it for six days yeah. about how, like, guys, we can't just post something without an execution plan. We need to have right. an idea yeah. backed up by it. Like, I love that you want to be a part of this, and I want to be a part of this. But, like, right. as a white female, I'm not, I shouldn't be the one making a statement. We need to actually have our cultural diversity groups that we have already implemented mm-hmm. make that statement, but also make the idea all together with them uh, as leading it. Correct. What are we going to do after that post? Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. What are we it's just not the post. We'll come continue. Because, I mean, we're all in this right now. 
today is day one that all bars and restaurants can open, and especially if they yep. apply for special license. Outdoor seating. Outdoor, outdoor seating. outdoor seating. Outdoor seating. Well said, Ralph. You know, Some people are confused we about don't that. Right. We don't Some know yet. Some people are confused about you know, that. But it, and just in everything that's in, if you encapsulate everything, what now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What now? What do we do? We wait. We, yeah, we wait, but I think we can't lose focus of what's still happening yeah. in the world. I mean, there's still yes, shit absolutely. going down. Yep. There's still shit and, going uh, down. And I really, what I hope is that, it, that this isn't a thing that fades away over time. No, no. In terms of, in, in terms of trying to do right by our country and not uh, not being an embarrassment to the world. Yeah, no, that's why I'm saying it. That's why I'm saying it. I know. No, yeah. I hear you. Uh, you said you had a question for us. I just uh, a personal question. I know. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. Wilson, you may have said that. You, have you been anywhere since? Any other new places? Essentially, let's just say I'm I'm going to dinner next Saturday. I'm, okay. I've done yeah, some yeah. research myself, and yeah. But if I were to do a rooftop dinner that's not here, because I need to get out of here. Out of Chicago? No, in <laughs> Chicago. No, in, in Chicago. Chicago. Oh, okay. In Chicago. Have you guys been anywhere either? Like. Recently, just cut the shit here. Are you going on a really hot oh. date? No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, if you guys just let me know if you're going on a really fucking hot date, because because I will go. I, 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 I've been doing some research, <laughs> yeah. but I, I don't know of a lot I, of other. I can't speak to it. I haven't been you know, anywhere. Heard of like, yeah. I've been to mostly bars or like yeah. bars and brew pubs right. um, okay. so far. Yeah. So but I've been you, to yeah. Sheffield's here, Sheffield's, yeah. Dry Hop, Wild. Nancy's. <laughs> Nancy's. <laughs> Which really isn't open to So I've, I've been looking at some places. i got a couple places that I like or that I've been with. Just, uh, I, don't know, I was yeah. just didn't know if you guys yeah. had been on any. I heard par- Parlor's a hot pizzeria. spot. Any other rooftop Warehouse places? Warehouse Bar Pizzeria in Lincoln. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, people, A lot of people talking about that. Um, I've not been myself. I know I'm, Parlor's been packed the entire pa- time. Parlor <laughs> is along the road from me, right? And it's been mobbed. Really? Yeah. Absolutely yeah, mobbed. Yeah, see, I'm not, not trying to go into a mobbed I think situation. Personally, I've been talking, you know, doing, you know, continue to do the Zooms and all that and FaceTimes. My right. sister, she lives in Highwood, right in between um, Lake Forest and Highland Park, little community, right along the, uh, the metro line. There's a restaurant there that I absolutely love. It's called Longitude. Hmm. Longitude. Longitude. Oh, wow. And it's a fusion of South American and I forget the other um, cuisine, but it's just he now has, he owns his building, so mm. he's been able to erect a rooftop dining area. Oh, nice. wow. Really? That is not like this <laughs> up here, but it gives you that that sense of like calm good food drinks right for 2 hours you know so i mean you can probably stay longer cuz not everyone knows about it so if you'd like to do something like that i'd be more than right. happy to introduce you to okay. the gentleman all right um, the food t- to me i've eaten there four times in my lifetime cuz that's the only four times i've been able to get in when i've gone out that way to see my sisters is that a restaurant group uh, no, he no. owns it by himself. Wow, mm. solo. Yeah, solo indie guy. Right. He, yeah, he bought it all out. He just likes his mine. I want it to be mine. And, I mean, shit. And then right next door is one of my favorite bars to go to. It's called uh, The Toadstool, Ooh. owned by Tommy. He's a long lifer, Highwoodian, high wood, high, high as they call themselves out there. Tommy. Um, I have a Highwoodian. <laughs> Yeah. I'm definitely so, high I mean, if you want to get out of this, I mean, take the, the metro, city. jump I'll out. I'll probably be in the city. But anyways, I'm just, I mean, I'm doing nice some research. I was just thinking, yeah. like, 
trying to find somewhere to have a decent dinner Great. next Saturday I just wasted night, my so breath and he's staying in the yeah, I don't know what's... Pick your guys' oh, brand to see what's open next, one, next Saturday. I know, like, Dusik's patio is open. I've heard of Cabra is pretty great. Yeah. And that ABA, ABA, Cabra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. ABA, ABA. Cabra's pretty nice place, too. They're great. Oh, it's great. Yeah. I'm really curious as well about other, like, good spots. Like, for example, I mean, this wouldn't be for dinner, but just, like, bars in general. And I haven't really really investigated, but places like, you know, the Renaissance. um, Yeah. Raised, you know, the bar there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, an offshore, you know, all these kind of mid-city spots, like downtown spots. Right. I really wonder what they're going to be doing and how much, how much like business they're going to have. Because yeah. I mean, this would have been prime time for them. Right. right. Well, I think a lot of that goes back to the unsureness of of hotels. The, well, that and also um, with the protests and the riots yeah. that have um, tagged uh, along with that yeah, too. So those, yeah. I, I was down there the other day in downtown, and there's still a lot of boarded-up places. Yeah. Um, right. So unfortunately, but. Yeah. I mean, a few no, bad actors can spoil that for some businesses. Yeah. Yeah. Not Speaking not everybody, even, yeah. obviously. Right. Very small percentage of people Speaking that produce Shout out to Gene and his staff over at yeah. Warehouse Hackers. Yeah. They yeah. made it through the storm. God. Gene, hope you're doing well. Shout out to you. Yeah. Did they contact I saw, you about I saw the, the photos of that. It's terrible. Um, they're going to be doing a charity fundraiser uh, whiskey fest in late July. They're trying to do something. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah so no. I, they don't carry me, so they probably wouldn't have. They don't carry the Star so, Ward either, yeah, but so. uh, I'll help out. But I know that. I mean, I'm just happy to see that. Right. They weathered it. Yeah. You know, yeah, Zach's been coming on the podcast who works there cool. uh, very soon. About top out everything that's kind of happened with all that stuff. Right. So. Yeah. I saw pictures, I feel. Yeah, it's yeah. bummer that happens, so but um, it kind of shows you the impact of that community. This, I think it, sh- it speaks to the whiskey community when we were talking about that, like not this yeah. lip service, but actually helping out and lending a helping hand. And yeah. So I'm like, hey, we'll yeah. be there to help you out. Yeah, we've become community activists and or advocators or yeah. just – Help me anything that can bring people together. Can bring, yeah, still community. Right, yeah. just uh, approach everybody kindly with a smile. Yeah, right. yeah. Not, do. seems should be very easy. <laughs> should be, kill them with kindness, everybody. <laughs> should be very easy. Should be easy. But I agree. It should be easy. Well, Bob, uh, thanks for having yeah, us dude, out hey, here. Hey, this beautiful for, day. Thanks yeah. for it's been. Out. I mean, you know, I I love. Yeah, you thanks guys. for having I'm us up here, man. I'm happy to do this anytime. Great day, and I really appreciate I've, it. I've got uh, I've got a little another appointment at half past four, and it's only ten past three, so I might have to. Yeah. Um, oh. well, we, imbibe. Yeah. I might have to imbibe a little yeah. couple of drinks. That right. So last night, just before we finish, <laughs> sorry, lads, just a dreadful story. <laughs> last night, my girl. So we we take turns, and what we try and do, I'm long. Who takes turn? Doing what? Doing huh? what? Hold on, lads. No, you said hold on, lads. But you didn't give me two beers, Moses, you said we, we take turns selecting a film, right? Okay. Uh, Just right. fucking back the fuck off, all right? <laughs> Jesus. What kind of film? <laughs> Dude, I don't understand half the shit that comes out of your mouth PG, half the time. So right? I just need to PG understand films, what's right? coming through. So we take we're long distance, so we do a lot of Skype dates and Zoom dates and things like that. Ah, okay. Shout out to my girlfriend. I've not seen her in like five months. Anyway. She back home? Uh, no, she's I saw her two months ago. <laughs> do you have uh, a big knife in the kitchen, Bob? <laughs> <laughs> like a really big fucking knife, or even a hammer, actually. Anything heavy would anything do. Anything, right? <laughs> anything, anything heavy. Would I saw her on Skype when she called you in that one time. Hmm. <laughs> uh, all right. I don't remember. We can talk about oh, this after. I don't remember talking to your girlfriend. Um, because I talked to her every day. Um, so we were we were taking turns, and. Um, she picked. She picked uh, Emma, Jane Austen. Okay. God Almighty, the 2020 <laughs> version. <laughs> the 2020 version. There was never a time in my life that I wished that I was at a bar more than last night. 
And all I could think about was the Thursday when we were all here, when we were all here at this table and how much fun I was having versus sitting at my kitchen table last night trying to watch, trying to watch some dreadful acting, dreadful writing, and just generally hating myself. Dreadful writing? I mean, the the writing, the writing, it's not, it's not very, there's no real direct correlation to what Jane Austen herself wrote, you know? So. Oh my goodness. So there you go. Is that all you have to say? I can't remember what the original point was. That's it. Well, uh, it was an original well, point. Why don't you plug your three joints, bro? Yeah, please What's do. It? Oh yes. Uh, follow us at Fountainhead uh, Fountainhead Shy on Instagram, Fountainhead Chicago um, on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, the bar on Buena, uh, original location uh, as of July fifth. That will be seventeen years old. We have a seventeenth birthday on July fifth. Nice. Uh, the bar on Buena, my, my first ever, years old my first ever bar gig when I was twenty-one. It's still, I love that place. So it has crazy. my heart. Uh, and the Northman Beer and Cider Garden on the Riverwalk uh, will be opening soon. Soonish. 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 Uh, so we'll be opening. We're working on that There's every no day. Date. There is one, but it's planned. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we, I don't want to, I don't want to promise a date if yeah. partially a day or two later. But uh, and keep an eye out for uh, for the Northman uh, Pub Cider and Cans and Kegs. Coming Ooh, to right. bars and there retail shops uh, in the near future. That's hear the sound of that. Yeah. Right. Wilson Torres of Union Horse Distilling Co. and Callum O'Donnell of Abelar. My name is Jake Hookie, and I'm just some kind of guy that records some <laughs> podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening, hey, everybody. Hey, thanks, guys. Cheers. Appreciate it. Cheers. <laughs> cheers, cheers, cheers. Thanks, cheers.